welcome to Lincoln's Musical Podcast. I'm your host, Lincoln, and if you enjoy geeking out about all things musicals, this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, how are you all doing? Welcome to today's second episode of Lincoln's Musical Podcast. Um, if you haven't listened to the other episode um, with Hercules, with Stanley on it, please do go check it out. It was a lot of fun. This one's going to be kind of, I don't want to say serious, it'll be, inter- I think it's serious, but it'll also be interesting, and I hope you'll enjoy this one. If you're new, hi, my name is Lincoln. Um, uh, I love musicals, and so I started a podcast about them. Um, I really care about them. I care about all things theater. Um, normal. Uh, I talk about theater, musicals, I talk about um Movie musicals, TV show episodes that are musicals, TV shows that are musicals. I'll talk about theater-related news. Pretty much everything under the sun of that, I'll cover it. Um, and it's just something really special to me. I've been doing it for uh, now. We're in the second year of the podcast, second season. So if you end up enjoying it or know someone who will enjoy it, please share it with a friend. If you've been around, I love you and thank you so, so much. Um, and if you're new and you end up enjoying it, I have 57 episodes for you to take partake in and enjoy. Um... But yeah, with that being said, let's get right into today's topic. I have my water bottle right here because we're talking, like I said, it's going to be kind of a a serious topic today Um, for the special episode. If you don't know, I'll do normal episodes of reviews and dream castings and just covering things. But on special episodes, I kind of divert off the beaten path and cover basically whatever's on my mind, whatever's on my mind, whether it be like a review of something, whether it be uh, a discussion of something or... uh, kind of some news, and today is a news thing, um, it's kind of from last, it kind of ties over to last, from last week to this week, um, and kind of what's going down, in terms of all, in, in speaking of all of that, um, if you don't know, last week I did a, a news episode, a special episode, which was a news episode, talking about kind of where our industry is going post, as, as we're moving out of the pandemic times, um, kind of what happened, what we've discovered recently in terms of Scott Rudin, a Broadway producer and EGOT winner and what he was doing. Um, in addition to a couple of several other topics, I'm going to be talking about kind of what we're doing moving forward, what the what theater, what Broadway actors and kind of what theater actors in general are doing to try and take a stand. Um, and I'll, talk, I'll discuss that. I'll discuss kind of what the plan is and what event is coming up and kind of just seeing what is about to go down and what we can do ultimately to make the industry and art and arts industries and kind of, I think in exchange in, in doing so the world a bit of a better place than it currently is. So I think that'll be a fun topic, but again, if I start ranting, the, yeah, I'm going to do my best to try not to rant too much, but I'm not going to try and control myself because a lot has happened this week. It's been a good week, but there's been a lot that has happened um, in recent days. And before we go into the topic, I wanted to just speak out about the police brutality that has gone on in the past, um, in this week, um, with Dante Wright and um, Adam Toledo, uh, Adam Toledo being a 13-year-old, uh, a black man and a Latino, a young Latino teenager, <clears throat> And it, the fact that that's going on right now, um, in the middle of a trial for yet another man who was killed, gunned down, and and was and and was choked by police officers, it it as a as a black human being myself, it's just very tough to process and handle right now. But honestly, it's it's not surprising because I know what country I live in, um, and it's just really bizarre to me. I could go into really how that affects me and how 
all, you know, how I literally have anxiety and freak out, like how my heart starts racing every time I see a police car in a lane next to me or turn a corner, but instead of doing that, I'm just gonna, uh, instead, what I'm gonna do is put, uh, like I did kind of with my 50th episode on Women's History Month, um, I'm gonna go ahead and put in resources on what we can do for Dante, Mr. Wright, and Mr. Toledo's families, um, because that is where I think the focus needs to be. Um, and I think we need to focus on reform. I can talk about that. But again, what I'm going to do for this episode, and this episode specifically, in addition to this topic we're covering today, I'm going to put in resources on what we can do to help um, those families because that matters right now. And I know I'm not the largest platform in the world. There are millions more powerful than me, but I'm going to use mine to help promote acceptance, love, representation, and change. And if I can do that with this, I'm will so help me, I will do it. Um, and I, I'm going to do that. That's how I'm going to do it because we want, if we want to see change in this world, we have to start, yeah, it starts with us. We have to be the change we wish to see. Um, if we see something and we want to see it come to fruition, then we have to take this first step and take the first initiative. Um, and I'm, I'm going to use that podcast as part of my method and vehicle of change in this world with my art and, and, and just in general as I move forward into the future. So I want to open with that before I go into the main topic of today's episode. Um, I hope you all will, you all thank you. I thank you all for indulging me in that, um, in that pursuit. I just, it was something that has been weighing on my mind, on my conscience, and I would not have felt right if I didn't address it. So having now addressed it, and I mean, uh, there, uh, if you haven't seen anything about it, I, I'm not sure how you wouldn't have. Um, but yeah, again, it's a, it's a tragedy. My heart and my love goes out to all of you out there, my to all my people of color out there, to my black brothers and sisters and family, uh, to my listeners, I love y'all. I understand. Like, take care of your mental health. Okay, it's okay to be ticked off, angry, or sad. However, your feeling is valid. Um, and if and just do what feels right for you and take care of yourself first, um, because that that is that you need to be the number one priority. Okay, um, for too long. Uh, we've seen how little certain people give a crap about uh, us. And so we need to be willing to take care of ourselves. So uh, that's what we need to do. So whatever that looks like to you, please um, do that. And I know, I'm sorry if this is triggering for anyone. I should have put like a, a warning on what I'll be discussing brutality. Um, I'm sorry I didn't do that last time um, with the social episode. Um, but I'm beating myself up now. But ultimately, I just feel like I had to say that. So now I have... I can move into today's topic, which is the March on Broadway. And I'm going to get into the March on Broadway, but I want to start kind of, I want to craft this narrative. I have a list of points I want to discuss, and it's kind of like a, a through line through to this. So before I go into the March on Broadway and what that is and what's going down with it, I want to first discuss something that I saw on Instagram on Wednesday. So if y'all don't know who Karen Olivo is, she is an incredible actress. Um, I know her primarily from uh, In the Heights as Vanessa, and uh, but if you don't know, they've also played um, Anita in the in one of the revivals of West Side Story. I believe in two thousand seventeen. I want to say maybe it was two thousand eleven. I might have gained that year wrong, um, but I think more recently what she is known for is. Um, is Moulin Rouge on Broadway. She is a co-star to Erin Tivette, and um, she's playing, I think her name is Satine, or something like that. I haven't seen Moulin Rouge. I know, I know. I can already feel y'all being like, what? 
how could you trust me? I it's on my listen list. I have it on my musical playlist. We'll get to it, um, and I'll listen to it at some point. It's in my it's on my plan. But as I, I digress, recently Karen on Wednesday came out and said she would not be returning to Moulin Rouge when Broadway reopened after the pandemic. And obvious, and she went on to her Instagram and she made a video basically discussing kind of what kind of saying she wanted to say something, tell her story, her side of it before the media began to craft narratives as to why she wouldn't be returning. And when I tell you that this video blew me away, when I tell you this human being blew me away, I knew they were talented. I've seen them. I know how talented they are. But I swear this video, I mean, and the, the thing is, the message she gives is so profound and yet should be so simple, but it's so profound. And it, quite frankly, the fact that someone, it's taking this long for someone to say it is mind boggling to me. But let's, so basically she said that in light of the Scott Rudin uh, discoveries as of late, and in, in light of all of that, and in light of kind of seeing that and in the end if she is stepping away because she wants to focus on creating an industry that matches her integrity she wants to create an industry a theater industry she sees an industry where people are getting hurt people mentally emotionally and physically hurt and she does not and until she sees a change made in that industry so that this does not happen again she's stepping back and they then and if that wasn't enough they said her humanity is more important than her pocketbook i mean i need to say that again her humanity and then she said out to us those watching, our humanity is more important than our pocketbooks. And, I mean, if that is not just the most mind-blowing thing, I mean, what it was incredible. I've talked to several of my friends about this, and the through line is the same. Aspiring actors, I mean. Amazing. And then they said this, they told their students they weren't coming back, Karen did. And they asked her, her students, asked her why. And she said, she's doing it, she realized she was doing it for them. So that they don't have to grow up working in an industry where people like Scott Rudin, abusive people like that man, are allowed to be successful and affect them. And I already feel myself getting worked up because of, because of, of what he did for me at last week. And also, I, I mean, first of all, I don't know how, why she would be listening to this or if she would be listening to this. She probably isn't. But if you are, Karen, you are an inspiration. You are a trailblazer. And thank you for finally taking the first step in doing what needs to be done to make change. This is how change happens. I said last week when I discussed the LA Stage Alliance game disbanding and these theaters stepping away and seeing what happened, saying, no, we're going to do our own thing now. Divesting and investing in themselves. 
it is so incredible to me. Seeing change. And Karen, the fact, the fact that Karen looked up and said, no. My integrity is more important. My humanity is more important. So I'm going to step back and I'm going to fight for change. I'm going to fight for the aspiring artists. She is speaking truth to power. She is using her power. Because she knows that as an actress, she has that power to step away and say, no, I'm going to make change. We need to actively call this out. We need to not just say we need to find, we're going to find a way to change. We need to actually say, this is what we're going to do to change. As said by Renee Rapp, who's also made a statement as well recently in the past um, week about um, March on Broadway, which I'm going to talk about. We are seeing change beginning to take place. Karen, the fact, Karen saying, no, we need to take a stand right now and say, no. We need to hold our industry, the, the Broadway industry, the theater industry, and quite frankly, other industries, but we'll get into that at the very end of this, accountable. Safety should not have to be compromised to create art and to do the things we love. It never, ever should be Safety should not be a comprom comp compromise. Safety should be a priority. It shouldn't. And seeing people like Karen Olivo, Renee Rapp, and the actors and actresses begin to, to take a stand and say, hey, no, this is not okay, is beautiful to see. And seeing actively saying, no, this isn't right. We need to make change. We need to look at this and say, no, not okay. Not happening here. Not on my watch. Not, I'm not letting this go down. That's the only way real change happens. And I know that we can all sit on the sidelines and say, you know, I, I, I don't want, I, no, no. This is inspiring. And Karen, again, there's no way you can watch this, but you have inspired me. I haven't been able to get that video out of my head for the past, now Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. For the past four days, your words have been ringing in my head about humanity being more important than a pocketbook, than a concert, than, uh, than a, a show. The fact that that needed to be said to us in general is disgusting. But the fact that you said it and now it's in our, and the fact that you reminded us of that. What we didn't need, shouldn't have needed to be reminded of is, is incredible. And there are not enough words in the English language or, quite frankly, that could come out of my mouth on this podcast from my stream of conscience to thank you. But I'm going to say thank you. Truly. So with that being said, I'm going to transfer into what March on Broadway is. April 21st, that's four days from now, People are planning in New York, actors and actresses, and I think theater workers as a whole, are planning to go and take a stand safely, of course, I imagine. Of course, I'm going to assume, I'm going to, I'm going to assume safely with masks and restrictions of things of that nature. And they're going to go out and make and state their demands. And they're going to say, here's what needs to happen. We need to prioritize our safety for all actors, including actors of color, Indigenous actors, all actors, we need to take a stand. 
We need to see diversity or representation not only on stage, but backstage and in the producer rooms. We need to see it everywhere. We need to see active plans put in place. We need to see equity. We need to see money going in that direction. We need to see more creators in these spaces that reflect our world today. We need to see it. We need to see change. Because, and no, normally I would say I don't want to be this guy, but I'm not going to say that this time. Because it does not, the, I don't think it is not lost on anyone, I think. That these things, that, that it's, Scott Rune was a terrible person. But you know what? You don't want to know something? The environment he was in allowed him to be that. And those environments, those producer rooms, those writers rooms, those people at the tops are normally rooms of old middle-aged white men consistently. And we wonder, we wonder why this continues to happen. We wonder, huh, maybe God forbid there be a pattern here. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. And yeah, you can tell I'm being sarcastic now. But yeah, of course, that's the issue. So, and also, another news of note, Scott Rudin has said he's stepping away from all Broadway productions. He's stepping away. And firstly, that only happened because we made a lot of noise. And I say we, I mean the theater community made noise. The actors, the actresses, the produce, like the creators made noise. I... And interestingly, that only they only made the probably uh, uh, Hyros only made noise when they made noise. But uh, all that say they made noise too. So I'm showing gratitude there. I'll give grace when grace is due. Um, but it's interesting. They're stepping back. He's stepping back. Well, you know, I don't know. It's not enough. It's not enough for him to just step back. Because quite frankly. There should never have been conditions and there never should have been people traumatized to the point where they don't want to work in the arts anymore that should have had to have to lead that way. So, here's the thing. Again, I've talked about it, like I said before, the goal of Take a Stand, and I'm going to talk about the demands of, of March on Broadway in a second. Here's the thing. March on Broadway is for, is for taking a stand on transparency on safety within all productions, be they on Broadway or off Broadway. It's also for accountability. That means when something happens, calling it out, saying, hey, that's not okay. In action. We don't need thoughts and prayers anymore. We need plans and change. Because we're not going to pull an Aaron Burr and say, wait for it. We need to take some Hamilton-esque energy and get to work. And yes, I used a Hamilton reference because you know who I am. Of course I'm going to do that. So, yeah. That's what we need to do. And also, like Karen said, and again, all the more reason to have gratitude. I, as an aspiring actor one day, I'm so grateful 
to what Karen and other actors and performers and creators are doing right now, saying, hey, we're not going to take part. We're going to create a theater community that we can be proud of, one that is better for the next wave of artists. And I hope that the music in the, the music industry, that the television industry, we saw, like, again, for the television industry, the Writers Guild strike for better hours for the writers. For all the art forms, I hope you're watching this industry right now and what we're doing to actively promote and create change. People who, and again, I take you back to what I've said many times before in the podcast. If you're new, I hate the idea of going back to normal. Uh-uh. This pandemic shows us that normal is pretty bad, actually. We've seen, because us not being in our normal day-to-day allows us to really see the, what, the, the, the horrors of normal on full display. Because we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't ignore it. We, could, we couldn't ignore it. Like we could when it was normal. Instead, we're, these actors, these performers, these creators are actively out there saying, hey, we're going to create something new, something better for the next generation of actors. And as one of those aspiring, hopefully next generation mem- people, I'm not only grateful, I'm inspired. I'm inspired to do the same exact thing. Like I've said before, on my 50th episode. Whatever I project I pursue, whatever whether I am at the very top, whether I am just a writer, whether I am whatever it is, I like being a leader. So I, I hopefully feel like I'll be in a higher in a in a level where I can affect change. But even if I no matter what level I'm at, I'm going to actively stand for representation for safety, for comfortability, and for creation. Because the thing is, we don't need to sack, like I've said before, we don't need to compromise safety and comfort when creating. Quite the opposite. Those things are vital for people to create their best work, to be their best selves. And too long, and long gone will be the days where we say you have to sacrifice things you had to sacrifice your your comfort, your safety, for that. And in the, and like I said before at the beginning of this, we have to be the change we want to see. And that and that starts and as I and and again, that inspiration is only and 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 that my drive for that is only strengthened by people like Karen Olivo, like George Salazar, like um, Renee Rapp, and many, many more who were out there getting ready to take a stand and say, hey, these are the issues, and we're no longer going to just sit there and act like they're not happening, or that we're not just, we don't want you to just say we hear you, and we're going to do better. We're gonna, we want to see how we're going to do better. We need to see active plans. We need to see active money and books. We need to see steps and pro- protocols put in place. It's not just enough to say you'll do it anymore. We need to see how you're doing it. Because if you just say it and don't do anything, you might as well have never said it in the first place. Um, but yeah, again, that's what I wanted to discuss. Um, you know, I think that's what Marshall and Broadway is planning to do. I'm going to go into their demands for a second, but I want to speak as an aspiring artist in general. 
I don't like to speak for everyone, so I'm going to speak for myself. As an aspiring artist, whether actor, writer, etc., I am so thankful to people like Karen Olivo, Renee Rapp, George Salazar, and the many others I have mentioned. I have not mentioned, I should say. You for taking part in this right now. Not only are you showing us that you care about us and you want our well-being when we create and make a better world with our work, but you are also showing us how we can be a good example. What we can be. How we can help make things better. <clears throat> showing us what it means to speak truth to power, to show action, to be the change we wish to see, to calling things out, showing us that we can take a stand. It's not impossible. Because I know, I think collectively, and I speak, I don't like speaking for you, but I know that a lot of things I saw last year and I've kind of seen, and not a lot, and some of the things I've seen this year, while I've been very optimistic this year, there's been some discouraging stuff like this week. Very discouraging, very irritating, very demoralizing. But let me tell you something. When I see people like these actors right now saying enough is enough, is enough, is enough, is enough. It inspires me to know that I can make a change. I can be better. And again, I've always said it, love will beat hate. It does. It always will. And I won't, and every piece of art I make will be like I said, on my wall, there's something that goes to live theater and it goes to this whole long list. At the end, it says more life. You know what life looks like? Life looks like, and what I see life as, where artists and people can express themselves and create life-changing and incredible, whether it's, whether it's poignant and sad, whether it's beautiful and happy, whether it's hilarious and groundbreaking in their living their best lives while doing so, while feeling safe, while feeling fulfilled, while feeling happy, while feeling, pa feeling passionate, while feeling comfortable. Those things are possible. There's not one or the other. One does not negate the other. It is possible. And I cannot thank these actors enough for showing and reminding me of that. And strengthening my resolve in that there are not enough words to express my gratitude for that and to any other aspiring actors listening right now or aspiring artists or current artists and creators who have felt demoralized or that this world sucks or that we can't affect change we can y'all we can we can. It is possible. I know it might feel like this, that there's like nothing we can do. But if we sit by indifferently, like Karen said, we, it's, it's, it's easy to be afraid. 
But shouldn't we be more afraid that more thing incidents like Scott Rudin will happen every day? What shouldn't it scare us that our inaction will continue the horrible things we see every day? We have that power. When we stand up, we have that power. It's in our hands. It might not seem like it sometimes, but we do. Every day. I'm not saying it's easy, but like I just said, change starts with us. We have to be that change we want to see. We have to be. We have to be. That we, we do. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap out with discussing the demands of March on Broadway. Firstly, and these are the three I've seen so far. If there are more, I will put them on my Instagram and post and 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 um and show them maybe on my on the next uh summer descriptions of my episodes. The first demand is to put Scott Rudin on the actors actor actors equity do not work list. Valid, absolutely. We've clearly seen what happens to people who work with him. That is a baseline, I think. List number two. We want a full list of organizations that the Actors' Equity is working with to help black, indigenous, and people of color feel safer. Absolutely, like I just said. Safety should come first in art and in general. And the fact that we were... It's something that must be that we hear stories of safety and comfort and, and being compromised is disgusting and shouldn't happen. So yes, absolutely. And thirdly, a full report on how the 2019 and 2020 equity dues were spent to help conversations around diversity. And you're probably wondering what the actress equity is, what dues are. Now, I don't completely understand this myself, so I'm not going to speak to the things I don't understand. But from what I can gather, dues surround this idea of paying. Because basically, to effectively, I, what I've talked about with my vocal teacher is eventually, when I go to college, I'm going to be performing, hopefully in community theater, so I can start getting my actor's equity card myself. Because it's part of my, it's a big part of what I want to do with my life, is perform. So I want to, while I do want to be involved in that, I want to see, I as a black human being, and as a being part of who I am, I want to see how they're doing, how they're doing, and how 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 much. And as someone who believes diversity and representation matters and are essential to creating good art, I want to see how they're what they're how they're using the dues I'm going to have to pay one day, and how the dues that are being paid are helping that conversation. I completely agree with that. I agree with. All three of those. The first one should be a given. To me, the first one, the fact that the first one has not happened, and that the fact that this man gets to just step back and not face, and have that be his consequence, is shocking to me. So, ultimately, that is the demands I have seen right now on Instagram. As more become apparent, I'll let y'all know um, in the descriptions. And like I said earlier, I will be putting information on how to, how to uh, on how to help Dante Wright and Angelio's families right now. Um, and that I think is going to be where we round up this episode. But ultimately, I want to leave it with this: I am so inspired 
and grateful as one as an aspiring artist to the creators and artists and actors and performers um, and theater workers who are taking part of this event and using their power and using their gift, using their voices to fight for change for the next, art, next generation of creators and artists. As one of those creators and artists, I and aspiring artists and creators, I cannot thank you all enough. Again, if you're even listening, I cannot thank them enough. I, You need to understand our gratitude. And that, and as I move forward, I'm not going to stop saying that gratitude on this podcast. I will not stop saying that gratitude as I move forward and hopefully become successful. Um, we need to... There are a lot of changes that need to be made. Um, and I remember I was looking at something that Barrett Wilbert we did said, in addition to just changes, that the fact that only shows on Broadway can receive get nominated for Tonys is something we need to ch- change too. And I don't think that's wrong. We need to actively bring about more change. We need to let it be equal opportunity for celebration. We do. We do. It. I feel like there's so much work that needs to be done. And while it might seem tough, I personally cannot wait to take part in doing that work. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap up the episode here. Thank you so much. I think this will be the last episode for this weekend. I was trying to do three, but... um. I don't know how feasible that'll be, um, and I <clears throat> and I don't think. Excuse me, I need some water. <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> I don't know how long it'll be, like likely it'll be to get one to you Sunday, um, with with homework and preparing for exams. Um, as I've said before, if you're new, I'm a senior in high school. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, you'll be getting um, another... Uh, uh, if uh, There'll be um, two, if not three episodes. I might... There was supposed to be a special episode, but I might forego it. Actually, no. I'm going to give you two episodes, and then like I said, I'm going to have a really special something coming up for you all um, next the following weekend, um, which will, I think will be very, very special to make up for kind of the uh, kind of uh, shift and uh, bizarre mix-up between the schedules in terms of like last week I only had one episode for you. Um, I'm going to, but again, just I thank you for your grace and your courtesy um, and um, your, your, you know, your continued listening um, of my episodes. I really appreciate you all. Um, and again, if you do... If you like these episodes and you're new, just please feel free to enjoy them. I'm on Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcast, Apple, whatever you listen to your podcast on, please continue to listen. You can click follow on Spotify or wherever the equivalent is there. Um, I'm continuing to develop, and I, I and again, when things begin to calm down and are a little more smooth at the end of the school year, um, I will be able to kind of begin to enact more of those changes, but a lot is happening right now, um, it, in, in the best way possible, of course, but... This is also like a lot of like, um, of things going on. So things are a little hectic and, um, the podcast, while I didn't want it to, um, uh, be affected, it kind of is. I mean, what can you do? So I appreciate you all for sticking around. And if you know someone 
who might be interested in episodes like this or other episodes on the podcast, please share them with a fat friend or family member. I really do appreciate it very much. I'm trying to build this audience as much as I can. Um, and for those who, who are already around, I really do. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you do enjoy this episodes because I truly love making them for you guys. And, um, again, I want to continue it to grow as we move forward into the future. This is not the ending of it. If, if anything, it's only the beginning. Um, I really do love you all so, so, so much. Um, keep fighting, keep being the change you want to see in this world. Keep making art, keep doing that. Um, again, much love, much, uh, uh, much, much support to the artists who will be taking place in the March on Broadway. I hope other industries are taking notice and are making and are forcing that are going to therefore look at themselves and see what they can do to be better. Um, whether it's the music industry, whether it's the TV or movie film industry, I hope that those changes are being observed and 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 they're doing their best. Whether it's um, people in power or whether it's just the art or the artists and the artists themselves as well. So I hope that is something that's taking place. Um, and again, thank you to these artists, Karen Olivo, Barrett Wilbert Weed, Renee Rapp, George Salazar, and the many, many others who are getting involved in this fight, in this cause. Um, you all are so incredible. But with that, I'm going to wrap up. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have enjoyed. Um, drink lots of water. Be healthy, happy, and safe. Take care of yourselves. Um, do what you need what you need to take care of yourself. And I will see you all next time. Bye, guys.